Hello and good evening everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talks 101 powered by Fcore Labs bringing you, bringing to you the latest technological developments in the field of research and development and also the latest technology implementations in this industry. So uh, with us today we have another interesting personality who is carrying out out his research in optimization for sparse computations. So without further ado we'll quickly get to know about this person and move forward with our today's discussion. So he was also he was a former graduate from the Faculty of Engineering of the University of Morocco from the Electronics and Telecommunications Department and we he worked as a, a software engineering engineer at Cisco Labs Sri Lanka and he also worked as a research assistant at the School of Information Systems in Singapore Management University and he is currently pursuing his higher studies in Purdue University at the United States of America and he is carrying his uh, research under the research topic optimization of sparse computation So uh, he was also placed the island first in the physic uh, in the GCE level examination in the year 2013 and also island 15th in the GCE level examinations. So please welcome Mr. Aditya Dias. Hello Mr. Aditya, how are you doing these days? How has life been happening to you there? Hi Pamal, uh, nice to meet you all and thank you for inviting me to the talk. Uh life here uh, so far has been really good. uh due to covid restrictions uh, i was stuck uh, inside the apartment for a while but uh, now things are getting better actually they even lift the mask requirement uh, uh, uh last week so i, I would say uh, we are, I, i'm in a pretty good shape here okay so uh, how is it happening do, uh, do you go to the university uh, physically these days or are you still working uh, you know learning from where you are uh yeah for the so i joined the uh, campus in uh, january for the spring semester so uh, spring semester i was uh, in the apartment uh, having online lectures and all the meetings but uh, when the summer semester uh, began i uh, started going to the lab okay. so uh, first days uh, we were to wear the mask but now they are lifting the mask requirement as well yes that's something good to hear about So uh so it's a great pleasure to have you on board here with us today and it's a great privilege to have you here. So uh move before moving forward could you please tell us a bit about your uh, education background where you are from where you have studied and uh, how you ended up uh, here going through the journey that you are pursuing right pursuing right now. Uh yeah Bamal so uh, my first school was uh, Christchurch Boys College in uh, Bathegam and then I uh, went to Richmond College in Kol I I come from Pickadu area uh, after my A levels I got selected to University of Morocco and I was uh, an alumni of uh, Electronics and Telecommunication Engineering Department and uh, after that uh, I worked in Cisco Labs as a software engineer as software engineer and then i moved to the united states for my higher studies and now i am uh, working as a research assistant here at the purdue programming languages lab and uh, i am pursuing uh, my phd in uh, uh, compilers and programming languages research yeah yes so uh, were you always looking for moving to your higher studies or is that a specific reason why you took about 2 years to get, gain any work experience uh well i i always had the idea to go for higher studies because uh, in my opinion i mean uh, if you consider all the uh, people that are doing jobs they are working towards the betterment of the society betterments of the uh, country and uh, betterments of the world at large 
so i believe research has a big component it research uh, paves the way for us to move as a, uh, i mean develop as a, as humans you know all these new technologies coming in so you, you wouldn't want to be you know uh, having stones uh, and ma- making fires that kind of scenarios right so all these things they move forward uh, as the research booms so do you know what they say the economy is like a bucket so this bucket uh, there is so much water that you can pour into this bucket if you try to pour more than this bucket can hold the water spills out so research is what makes this bucket larger and larger so research brings uh, brings us all these opportunities so y- you have to uh, have uh, i mean implement your time uh, ha- uh, you have to you know uh, do research to make this bucket larger and uh, you know since my early childhood i always had this idea to you know become a scientist or do some great research so uh, i think that's that's why i came here and uh, for some people they believe that uh, going to the industry and getting some experience there uh, might be beneficial when you are doing higher studies for some people it may not be the case but that's how it all worked out for me and i am happy about it the things the, the things all these things worked out yes yeah. absolutely so uh, so when you were looking for your higher studies like what are the uh, options that you were considering as in were you specifically focused on a specific field of uh, higher studies as in this is the field that path that i want to continue for higher studies and then you looked into such opportunities or how did you uh, find these opportunities when you were looking for the higher studies uh, well uh, uh, so i initially applied for computer architecture research but uh, so i i in fact i applied for like 10 universities and i got admitted to four universities out of those and three of them were in computer architecture research and one of them uh, was in the field that i am working in which is not computer architecture basically so i this th- this is basically in compilers and programming languages so i thought that uh, this might work well for me and i changed i wanted to change the track and now i am here okay great so uh, being there for a le- very little period of time uh, how has the experience been so far how has uh, the united states of america have serv- uh, has served you as a country uh, w- w- what is the difference that you feel from uh, learning and growing up in the education system in sri lanka and now moving into uh, the united states of america for your higher studies uh, well a uh, couple of things come to mind so uh, it's sad to say this but i feel like uh, as a nation uh, we are kind of backwards you know when i go to the lectures i see there are people always raising their hands and asking questions but uh, sri lankans and most of i mean uh, uh, indians and people from our, our area in the world are kind of backward to ask questions and try these new ideas so i think that comes from our culture and our the education system and all i i think these uh, things need to be changed so if i talk a little bit about the uh, i mean coursework so i think if you go to australia you don't have to take courses but if you come to the states you have to take courses uh, and uh, i mean to gain knowledge so it, it's in a way i mean 
you would think that if you go to australia i don't have to take these all all these courses i don't have to do exams so that's good i can fo- focus mainly on my research and then uh, get it done with but uh, once you come here you understand that uh, taking courses uh, makes your life much easier sometimes because uh, let's say you are working in this research area and you want to learn something so the university offers you a course that is specifically suited to your research and now you are able to go take this course and which is beneficial for your research and well and you, you get your structured knowledge from doing that course so i think uh, it's 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 a privilege to come here and learn from all these guys uh, in these universities here at this stage yeah okay great so uh, how has the uh, experience when it comes to the uh, comes to the working with uh, academics uh, from different parts of the world because uh, when you work when you go through the education in Sri- system in sri lanka it would mostly be the sri lankan people but moving out there uh, going into a global crowd of academics do you see any knowledge gap between uh, different kinds of uh, you know people coming from different areas uh, do you see any uh, major difference between the uh, people coming from different uh, parts of the world yeah well like i told the students yes students from from the united states yeah they are very forward unlike us but uh, people from countries like ours they are a bit backward but uh, we have all these students from european and then uh, india china and then the states and then africa i i meet all these people here so everyone has their traits i mean some you would think some trait might be disadvantages or some might be advantages but uh, i mean it doesn't matter once you come here you get into the stream you start learning things you start doing research you start doing some important work so a- everyone gets into this stream and adjust to that so i think uh, i mean it at the end it, it doesn't really matter you understand how to work with people from other nations you understand about their culture you understand everything at large i mean the you you get to know the big picture i think i think every everything works well and you don't have to worry about it okay great so uh, before moving to your research to talk in depth about your research so for our listeners to understand we'll just uh, you know set the background for them to understand what are the details that they need to understand in order to listen to what you have to say so your research uh, is on sparse computation optimization for sparse computation so could you please tell about tell us a bit about what sparse computation is and uh, what what the scope of this uh, sect is uh yeah so i'll i'll try to explain uh, it as simple as possible so c- consider consider a dense uh, data structure like like a dense array so if you take 1 billion elements of a dense array so it it uh, laid out in the memory so it will it will be like 4gb of data you, you get the idea how 4gb of uh, de- what what kind of uh, Uh, how large is 4gb of data so think about this 1 billion array having holes in the middle with zeros so let's say out of these 1 billion elements only 100 elements have values and all the other elements have zero values so you don't need to uh, store all these uh, elements in the memory so you only need to store that 100 values in the uh, memory so they are so when you do that you have a new new data structure and then you have to do computations on this new data structure 
that is what what is meant by the sparse sparse computation okay so uh, just another follow up question uh, when i read, read through your description of the research could you please also tell us a bit about uh, what code optimization and uh, what are code generation techniques as well yeah so uh, uh, like i told before i work in a compiler and a programming languages domain so what we do is when i talk about compilers com- uh, compilers what a compiler does is it mainly transforms code so a software engineer may write code in python or java or whatever language they want and uh, but this language computer does not understand it you need to convert this uh, bit of code into ones and zeros that the computer understand so co- compiler is responsible for this code transformation so let's say a software engineer go, goes and write a code in a certain way and then compiler can transform this code in one way there is not not just one way that that this transformation can happen it can happen in many ways so the way you generate this uh, the final ones and zeros uh, results in different uh, uh, ways the code gets executed so it results in uh, i mean different execution time so if if you transform it one way your code will get executed in one minute so if you transform it in a different way you might be able to get executed in 10 seconds so we are trying to identify these i mean the best way to uh, do this transformation so that your code runs as fast as possible okay great so uh, moving forward from there Uh, could you please uh, you know tell us a bit about what's the main area of uh, your research and like what are you working uh, for in this research uh so uh, i i i will try to explain it as like this so uh this this hierarchy of systems so if you consider a computer system there is a hierarchy of system at the bottommost layer there are electrons that are popping up uh, going here and there and this layer of uh, work is carried out by the uh, physicist and then chemists and then there comes the actual hardware uh, take for example the chip in your computer that is actual hardware and the links connecting them the wifi chip in, in your computer that connects you with the wifi router so computer architects work on this level right and then after this level you have the operating system layer and then compiler layer that is the layer i am working on so if i go go a layer above software engineers work on this level so all these languages like python java they work on the operating system layer and the compiler layer that's how software engineers are able to you know write their code uh and when once they write their code they build all these amazing applications like youtube google chrome and the zoom application that we are connected through all these applications are built upon this software this software engineers right so you, you get the whole idea how this tech hierarchy of applications connect the world together and how all these technologies are built upon in that technology like i mentioned there is this layer uh, compiler layer that does this transformation that connects the software engineers with the hardware layer below so this is the layer actually i am working on 
Okay, great. That's something very interesting to hear about. So, uh, yeah, moving forward from there, uh, could you please tell us a bit more in depth about uh, you know what's the exact uh, thing that you are doing in the research and uh, what, what do you expect? Uh, what is the expected outcome that you are looking forward to receive from this research? Uh, yeah. So I explained to you about uh, what the sparse computation is. Uh, so I am trying to optimize this sparse computation, and I mainly work in the uh, graph domain. That is, uh, so uh, uh, it, the, uh, there is new this new fo- field called graph neural networks. You may have heard about machine learning and deep learning, all sorts of these things. So since two thousand, I think. Uh, a decade ago uh, with this uh, mach- boom in machine learning people are always trying to you know come up with clever ways to train their models and you know artificial intelligence and all these things are coming up and uh, after some time in like 2017 or so uh, they started performing these computations on graphs so graphs when you think about it graphs are a sparse kind of data structure so l- let me take an example so think about facebook so let's say we, uh, we have uh, 1 billion users in facebook so and uh, there are connections between the these users so you might be friends with someone in facebook and you might not be friends with someone in facebook so if you have a connection let's say uh, uh, i mean let's let's consider kind of a matrix kind of data structure so you lay out the all the users in facebook uh, in this direction vertically and then you again lay lay out the all the users in the horizontal direction and if you have a connection between them you mark them as one and if they don't have a connection uh, you mark that location as zero so if you consider this large matrix kind of data structure you realize that there are more zeros than ones in this data structure right so and when you perform computations on this data structure uh, like if you perform it in a dense data structure it it will take you like hours of uh, computations and a lot of memory if you consider i mean 1 billion into 1 billion matrix you will need like 10% of all the hard drives in the world to store that kind of data so we 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 come up with clever ways of representing these kind of data structures and then uh, my research mainly focuses on generating code uh, to you know make these make these computations happen faster excellent so i i hope you i hope uh, i answered your question uh, correctly yes yes on point so uh, speaking about uh, your research could you please uh, shall we please uh, move a bit more forward and just uh, talk about like what are the similar other researches going on in the domain like what is the uh, future way forward in this domain of uh, research any just your idea on that uh well uh, as of now you know uh, when you think about machine learning people use frameworks like uh, tensorflow pytorch uh at at their low level they are using hand written functions like you have a function that does some computation and people who are building these uh, machine learning models they use this function so people are trying to come up with clever ways to automatically generate this function 
that is best suited for your computer so what i am saying is so if you have just one function it might run very well on a specific computer say you you are running it on windows it will run very well on windows but it might not run very well on mac os right so people are trying to you know come up with ways to automatically generate this function so that it's better suited for your hardware so now nowadays uh, things are moving in that way and uh, like i told so like decade ago like a decade ago people were working on dense structures dense computation now nowadays and people are working more towards you know sparse data structures working on graphs why why is this important because if you think about a graph a graph i mean it's a more generalized way of rep- uh, data representation think about uh, 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 think about drug drug discoveries so you have one drug and you know how it interacts with your body and you have another drug you know how it interacts with your body and you combine them so it's it's like a graph i mean you have all these connections with all these other other things and other domains and if you think about uh, this as a large anything can be represented as a graph so nowadays people are moving towards uh, uh, i mean machine learning models in graph data structures so i i think this is a booming field and i am very i mean uh, excited to work in this area excellent so uh, yeah so moving forward from there so uh, when it comes to research and uh, development uh, in the domain that you are working in so uh, how would you see the gap between the progress in here back in sri lanka and uh, what you are doing there why do you think that uh, we are in a state of inability to bring down these uh, research and development uh, facilities and implement them in the universities of sri lanka because uh, do you believe that uh, we lack in the areas of knowledge or do you believe that we lack in the areas of uh, resources for these implementations here as well uh, well uh, sri lankan universities have i mean uh, a good intellect i mean the lecturers and professors they are very uh, good intellects and they do a very good job in uh, teaching the kids teaching the students uh, but uh if i think about it there is a gap uh between uh, what they learn here and what we learn uh, back in sri lanka uh i think uh, that gap come from comes uh, comes from i think here uh, people are i mean uh i mean facebook google and all these tech companies are here and people may get projects from those and funding from those as well i mean uh, here uh, they get uh, billions of dollars trillions of dollars of funding to do their research i don't think sri lanka is in a position like that to uh, you know have funding in uh, that that amounts that's one that's one thing and then uh, the other thing the this knowledge gap is there because i think uh, you know uh, most of the people once they go out of the country to learn they don't come come back to the country so uh the I- I- intellects number of intellects uh, that is retained inside the countries uh lower most most of these people are going out uh, because other countries may have you know luxurious lifestyles and higher pay or what, whatever research 
so i think that is one reason uh, uh, we are a bit lagging behind but i i think things will get a get better so let's fo- hope for it yes let's hope for it things should be getting better so yeah and and and, and the other thing is pamal so you know these days everyone has internet so you can always go online and learn things there are all these you know online platforms like coursera udemy udacity edx and all these online learning platforms you can learn anything from those online platforms you so y- y- you shouldn't i mean be discouraged that you you don't have the ability to learn something you can always go online and search for it if you don't have someone to teach it you can find uh, that online and always learn it yes that's absolutely true uh, for anyone who is uh, willing to uh, further and widen their knowledge the uh, resources and the everything that is needed is there out there just one click away so you just have to uh, make sure that you want what you you want to go there and learn what you want to learn so uh, when coming into the last parts of this uh, discussion mr aditya so uh, for any any undergraduate who is looking into their higher studies and uh, having any uh, having the slightest of ideas of moving forward in the field of uh, research and development and trying to find opportunities out of this outside of this country like what is the piece of advice that you could give to them at this uh, particular time yes so you have to understand that you can't simply know everything so develop the ability to follow up a tutorial online or try to grasp the basic of any technology and then move forward from here and don't hesitate to try out new things and don't new things uh, and uh, doing what you love is the best kind of work that you can do so you you see there are some people who are good at something but don't like doing it and there are other people uh, they like something but they are not good at doing it so you have to find a middle ground and then work on it work on uh, becoming a better person of yourself so having having this balance makes your life easier and make you want to you know uh, do new things and you know make makes your life easier and uh, there is this uh, thing i picked from friends tv series that i wanted to tell you uh, you know uh, joy tells the audience that he lied on his cv saying that he can speak french and that he said he can do horse riding or something like that uh, so if he gets the chance to act in a movie uh, then will then he will go ahead and learn it so don't be afraid to even say yes to do things that you might not be good at you can always learn that thing later uh, and that's how we grow as person so al- always keep that in mind and uh, i i hope you all will do really well in your life that's very inspiring and a great piece of advice so uh, one last question mr aditya uh, moving forward in your domain like in about another 5 to 10 years uh, where would you see yourself like what are your future aspirations uh well uh, for now i am thinking about uh, following a research career in academics but uh, i don't know how my life might turn out i might decide to you know become a professor and work in research uh, let's wait and see great okay so uh, thank you mr aditya for joining us uh, joining it with us today for our this ep- for the fourth episode of tech talks 101 powered by fcode labs so it has been a great and a very inspiration discussion inspirational discussion that we have had uh, today with you so uh, we thank you very much for taking your time off and thank, thank you for inviting me yes joining with us so uh, 
anyone who is listening uh, anyone who is listening if you want to get in touch with mr aditya uh, you can get in touch with him through uh, facebook and linkedin if i'm not mistaken and yeah, if you want yeah. to uh, yes. ask any further information about his research or about the higher studies he would be glad to just help you through it and uh, so anyone who has not uh, viewed our previous episode you could view it from our facebook uh, page as well and uh, thank you very much for joining with us today so we'll be seeing you again with another episode another interesting discussion uh, with another interesting researcher in the next week as well so until then uh, stay safe stay healthy and have a good night thank you very much yeah.